Hello, everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strather. I'm Sean Spencer. Back. We are back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta go out and let. Hold up. All right, all right, all right. I am Janae Struthers. I am Sean Spencer. And this is Let's Talk Football. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, hello everybody. everybody. Get on up in here. You already know what time it is. You already know what time it is. We are super excited for today's show. Get in here now, ladies and gentlemen. It is getting ready to start. Let's go, let's go. Ladies, how are you guys? Good, Woo, I'm excited. <laughs> we got a great week of football. Look, I see people getting on already. I'm trying to Woo. share it. I'm trying to share this thing. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, we are super excited that you guys are joining with us today. If you didn't know, we are the ladies of Let's Talk Football. Ladies take over. We got Kate, Delilah, Ash, and me, Janae. I, we are so excited to be with you guys on today. We're trying to make sure you guys share this. Please, if you are on right now and you have a way to share the video, please share this video because we would love to talk football with each and every one of you and your friends. So come on, everybody, share this video. <laughs> I'm about to do it right now so you guys don't think I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> Ladies, take over. <laughs> Boom. Man, we got an exciting Ooh. show for you guys today. Get on up in here. We see you guys joining. We see you guys joining. I have to do what I do with every show. Just start tagging people so they know we are on. Hey, Sydney, what's up? What's up, ladies? Hey, what's, what's up, up Sydney? Sydney? What's up, Sydney? All right, we got a good yeah, day like, on here. What's up, Bobby? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. You guys so cute. All right, we got to get everybody up in here. I'm tagging as many people as I can. Oh, come on, everybody. Boom. Let's do this thing. Ladies, let's get on with the show. Let's do this. So our first topic of the show, which will probably pretty much be our first topic of the show every time because it's such a dynamic thing to do because all of us are powerful women. Women in the NFL. Let's go. Women in the NFL. I am super excited because we have a special, special segment today where we're going to dive into some special women that are in the NFL that you may not know about. So we got women coaches for the Tampa Bay Bucks. My team. As you know, we do have a Buccaneers guru <laughs> on the show. So, Kate, take it over. So I'm covering Lori Locust, and sorry if I botch her name. I'm trying to say it right. Morale Java Defar. And um, 
Lori Locust is the assistant defensive line coach for the team. She's 57 years old, and she is not the only player like Tom Brady to play in her 40s. She actually started her football career at 40 years old, and she played on the women's league, and she played defensive line for the team she played for, and then she ended up coaching for them. She was an intern for the Baltimore Ravens. So she's got an extensive football career. And the really cool thing about her is, is that a lot of the males on the team are very intimidated by her. Yes. I love it. Interviews and like things that she's done with the team. And one of the biggest things is she worked on, we all know Nadama Kinsu has a very jaded history and she really worked on that with him when he came to the box and worked on his demeanor and how he acts on the field and how to react to plays and everything. So she's yeah. been really intricate with those men. Devin White finds her very intimidating. <laughs> So she has a lot of good things and she had to retire from her football career because she had a knee injury that ended her career. So that's when she shifted into the coaching. But um, the only sad thing is, is like most assistant coaches in the NFL don't make a lot and especially women. So that's another thing we need to work on is their pay, getting what they're worth. Yes. So um, the highest rate for an assistant coach in the NFL right now is like 72000 where you have all these coaches making millions. Right. So um, because like right now, Morale Javadafar is only worth $120 million when you look, or $120,000, sorry. But when you look at what all these other players are worth and all of these coaches that are, coordinators and head coaches are worth we need to work on pay scales yeah i mean especially for the women but um morale's parents deflected from iran in the early 80s she was born here in 1990 so their family didn't come into like the 80s so she she's middle eastern background Mm -hmm. she is also one Lori and um, Morale are the two first female coaches to ever win a su- Super Bowl, too. Yeah. They both That's joined right. the team in ni- 2019. They've only been with the team three years. And she is the str- assistant strength and conditioning coach for the Buccaneers. So she works on all the off-the-field stuff when they're injured and everything, getting them back into playing condition. So – the both women are very dynamic and what's yeah. interesting is with her she has got a basketball background mm-hmm. so not even like the strong football background like Lori has and she's very versed in a lot of different physical therapy background and um just very cool women and i've watched interviews with both of them and they the men really respect them on the team and bruce arians can't speak highly enough of both of them. That's awesome. So I am very proud to say that the Buccaneers are the also have another female who is in football research for the team as well. And she is 
the diversity is also very cool. She's one of the um, females that is black for them, which their four coordinators are the only four coordinators in the NFL that are have a that are black as well. So a lot of diversity in the Buccaneers, which okay. I'm very proud of. Mm -hmm. So I'm proud of these women, and I'd love to hear if you ladies research them, what you think of them. So Delilah, I know you're good at researching. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did. I did talk about them before, and I, I, I did, especially Amaro, because she's a woman of color. Um, and so with my other segment, my other in the other show, you know, I do DWD, um, which is diversity with Delilah, and I did cover Lori Locust, and I covered Amaro as well. Um, and I actually, like, it's not so much she was just a basketball player. She played for an NCAA team. So okay. even even if she did come from a basketball background, she played for a good team. She played for Pace University. And so basically she has a sports background, right? So that means she actually does know about strengthening and conditioning, what you need to be on the field, right? He, she knows not just as a physical therapist and the fact that she has a medical background in that, but that she actually plays sports, right? So she understands also as an athlete herself, what's needed to condition your body, right? In order to, to perform at a high caliber. Absolutely. And so what I'm enjoying about this is that it's not just like, Oh, well, I'm hiring you just to fill this spot, but these women are earning their mm -hmm. positions and they played sports, right? I love that, you know, Lori Locust played football as a defensive end, Absolutely. right? So so the fact that that's what she does as a coach, she knows what she's talking about, which I am not surprised that she intimidated all the men on that team because she knows defense, right? That's exactly Absolutely. what she used to play. And so she's telling them like, hey, like buck up, like what you doing, right? They're going to listen. And so that's what I really, really love um, about when we hear these hires is they weren't just given – to them because they're trying to like fill a diversity quota these women earn their spots and they deserve their flowers <laughs> okay like they deserve they their flowers <laughs> absolutely man that is awesome man these two women are super powerful and i'm super excited that we have this segment that you guys are going to be learning about women every single week man so we have to move on to the next segment man this one i'm super excited about as well cause in the nfl <laughs> where we get to actually shout out uh organizations and um uh things that people have made that are impacting the community impacting the world so we get to show you guys um a little bit about organizations that you may not know about and we have our wonderful wonderful ash gonna go ahead and give us some things about this organization but we have a special clip for you guys to watch before we do it see you later
We are sorry, everybody. We're having a little technical difficulties getting down to the video. I know it is playing, but give me one second. Wait, so did no one see the video? Because I was sharing. I'm sorry. No? Weird. All right. Let's try it one more time. I don't know why that was not working. We do apologize for the technical difficulties. Hey, we are still learning this system, but hey, we're gonna get it working. But until we can do that, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about Faith Fight Finish while I get it working. Oh, what? We got a special guest? No, no. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why it wasn't working. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Week. I don't I have no idea why it wasn't working. It worked last week and I shared it the same way. Is it that maybe they don't like YouTube? All right, let's try it one more time. Let's try it one more time. One more time really quick. We're just going to try it one more time. Just give it a try. Let me see. I'm going to see if I found a better video. Maybe it just didn't like YouTube. <laughs> I can just talk about it too if we can't get it and we can just share Absolutely. it. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we did Faith Fight Finish this week for our cause. That is Dak Prescott's cause. Um, the video was just showing his My Cause, My Cleats, and they were just done by a kid who has no arms. He painted them. So his main thing with Faith Fight Finish is to help those power through adversity. So he's empowering individuals who to find strength through adversity, basically. So that kid that had no arms painting his cleats, obviously that child has a lot of adversity to get through with the limitations of having no arms. Um, his three main things for his cause are to do cancer research. If you know anything about Dak, you know he himself has gone through a lot of adversity himself. His mom died of cancer in 2013. And then, so cancer research is a big, big thing for him. The next thing is mental health and suicide prevention. Again, his brother was lost to suicide last year. So he's a big advocate for that too. And then like soon after that, he had his injury. So he's gone through a lot in like the last year. So I'm really proud of him for doing good this year and think he deserves comeback player of the year. <laughs> and then the last thing, like, his next incentive that's really, really big is bridging the gap between law enforcement and the communities they've served. And we, we've seen that just over the last few years, how there's just a huge gap there. So that's amazing that he's going out into the communities and trying to bridge that gap. 
So I thought that was cool. Absolutely. But yeah, it's basically just an organization that goes out there. They find people who need help, find people that have faced a lot of adversity and try to help them out. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Dak Prescott is super amazing anyway. You guys know. I super, love I super love my guy. But I mean, just have an organization that truly is built off of the strength of his losses. Like yeah. that is that's pretty deep. I mean, he's lost his brother due to suicide. He's lost his mom due to cancer. And to to, to fight for the cause is absolutely amazing. I think it's a uh, it speaks for the character he is. That's why you don't hear him out in the news with any drama or anything mm -hmm. like that. He's truly a good guy. Um, I feel like he is just an awesome person. Um, and I and I love this organization. So what else you guys what else you guys have to say? Delilah, you have anything else? I know you probably have some extra facts. Yeah. Um, well, basically, like it's kind of I'm just piggybacking off of what Ash was saying, is that I, I do like that he decided, well. He talks about why it's called Faith Fight Finish, and that's kind of the video I wanted to show, but it wasn't working. And it's because that those were the last words his mother gave to him mm -hmm. of encouragement, right? Yeah. So in order to help him find strength in what was happening, those were the last words that she gave to her son to give him you know, strength through the fact that he, you know, she knows she was leaving this world and he know he knew she was leaving too. And so that's why those three words are so important to him. And that's why he named the organization this because his mother told him, have faith, fight and finish. And so Absolutely. that's why this organization is called that. So not only is it to do all these wonderful causes and to make sure that they're bridging these gaps and they're making sure that they're providing mental health support for a lot of people, suicide prevention, working with the community, but he really did name it after his mother. And he lives by that code and he has it tattooed on his back. Yeah. So across his back, he has a giant tattoo that says these exact three words. On his tape every week, he writes. He wears it on, he wears it on his tapes. And so these it. words... Yeah, he really believes this. These words are his mantra, and I, I respect that 100%. So shout out to Dak for not just um, doing something great, but doing something in the honor of your mother, and this keeps her memory alive. So great organization. Check it out. We'll put the link in the Let's Talk Football page like we've yeah. done with the- Sorry, we couldn't play the, the video. <laughs> and I just Another thing that say... we'll work on. Don't worry, don't worry. It'll be great. <laughs> it keeps going as we progress. I love the cancer research part. Yes. Known, known fact about me, I'm a breast cancer survivor. Yes. So the fact that he does that part speaks a lot to me because of my history with cancer. And I just think that there needs to be as much research for it as possible so that we don't have to go through this. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not fun. I'm firsthand knowledge that it is not fun. Absolutely. So I give him a lot of credit for that piece of it. And if with his mom dying of cancer and knowing I've fought it yeah. and, sur and surviving it, that is really amazing. <laughs> and we all know in light of Antonio Brown's recent struggles, the mental health piece is just incredible as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Man, that is such a beautiful story. And um, I, I, we, we, we are reaching out to anybody who has gone through through that because there's a lot of women who have gone through cancer. And uh, Katie, I'm just so glad that you are doing better. 
Um, there's a lot of people who, you know, are going through the struggle right now. So uh, we think that this cause is an absolute wonderful cause. Please do your research because if you want to donate to it, I'm pretty sure they are, you know, they, there's a link in there that you can donate to these organizations because it's, it's, it's a message that needs to go out and we all need to do our part to help. Yes, so indeed. guys, we do have to get on to the next section of the show. Um, this is one that I know the ladies are going to love. <laughs> week 18 review. Man, this week 18 was absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. All of the things that I thought were going to happen Your life matters. did not happen. Nope. Did not happen. <laughs> ladies, what was the game that you guys were just absolutely shocked about? So, Ash, go first. What was the game that you were just like, what? I think the Colts losing was a big, oh, yeah. what? Like, obviously, that last game was very crazy, very intense. But the Colts just losing to even make that a scenario was wild. We kept looking at – well, because the Colts played the same time as the Steelers. So we were watching the Steelers. And, like, on red zone, you just see, like, Carson Wentz interception. Carson Wentz interception. Jags got the – and I'm like, why are the Jaguars on in the red zone all the time? Like, what is happening? And it, you didn't even feel like the Colts were going to lose until the fourth quarter. And you're like, oh. They're not going to come back. I'm They're so not coming back. Jags is a team that you can definitely come back and come out on top of, but they just never got it going. I was shocked. That was absolutely crazy. That was one of those games like, wait a minute, the Jags won? The Colts knew they needed this and the Jags won? Yeah, that's the thing, too, is the Colts needed it. Like, how do you go in there and lose a team like the Jags? They go. They went in knowing. They knew the situation. Man, Delilah, what do you think? Are you muted? There we yeah, go. Sorry, okay. <laughs> sorry I, mean, I was muting myself because I wanted to make sure you didn't hear any background noise. No, what I was saying is that uh, I think, to be fair, last week we did caution that anything could happen in football. So even though we called the Colts to win, you know, we did say, hey, anything, right, any given Sunday things can happen. Honestly, like, I'm not, like, like we're shocked, but at the same time, they're still playing a football team, right, at the end of the yeah. day. But I don't think we thought it would be a blowout, Yeah. right? Like, I think that's more of the shocker than just the actual upset. It's that they kept, they kept them to 11 points. Yeah. That is it. 11 points is all that often scored. And... Ja and they got to keep their number one pick in the draft. Sure so now, not, so not, only, Lions. <laughs> not only did the Jaguars actually like keep the Colts from the playoffs, they also are able to still pick number one in the draft. I mean, that's that's just that's crazy. Yeah. But hey, any given Sunday, right? I think we talked any about it before. Sunday, <laughs> that game proved it. Hey, what do you think about it, Kate? What, what, what did you think about that game? That game was crazy. Like, they fire their coach, they have all this controversy, and they still won. And I'm just <laughs> going, like, I'm sitting there going, what is going on? Jonathan Taylor, do you not know how to run a football today? Like, Carson Yeah, Lake, I mean, non-existent, right? Like, non-existent in the game. It was out of weird. They, they had them stuffed, though, if you actually paid it. Like, if you watch, like, they, they well, did. Because that's all you have to worry about on their offense because you don't yeah. have to worry about Carson Wentz. Exactly. Hey, did, but did this prove <laughs> that Carson Wentz is just not the guy anymore? Like, is it, is he the guy that we thought he was? 
Go ahead, Ash. Say what you've always said from the he beginning. He is who I thought he was, and it's very bad. I've never no, thought he's that great of a quarterback, to be honest. Oh, you got two people on. Delilah, what do you think? No, it's it, it went down exactly how, how we assumed, right? I just... um. I think people were giving him too much accolades and I don't think that they were looking at the pieces around him. They're actually helping him look good. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And, and now the owner is like, eh, I don't know about people's future. Right. And it's like, that doesn't sound good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking I heard it too. So when the owner is like, mm, that's because usually when the owner believes in you, right. When the owner believes in you, they're like, Oh yeah. Back next season. Right. No doubt. They'll start naming. Everybody's coming back. But when they asked him about Wentz, he's like, he kind of, he kind of, you know, was like backed up a little bit on that. So doesn't sound good. Does not sound good. That was a crazy game. Hey, before we get on to a ne- another game that we absolutely oh, thought was we got, crazy, we got to get on to some of these comments. Yeah, hey, so many. <laughs> so many comments. Nicholas said, good evening, ladies. Hey. And he said, what's good, Professor <laughs> B? Uh, <laughs> Uh, we got Sean out here. Uh, JK, shout out to Dak. He's such a great leader. Yes, yes, they joining the cause. What's up, ladies? This is awesome from Brandon Gardner. Y'all putting the fellas to shame. Y'all know the game. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, oh my gosh. We got new comments. God, they're just coming in. Hey, I need to be in this. Hey, we want anybody that wants to be in this show to join, but you need to be a woman, Jeremy. So I do apologize. You will not be able to join this show. Sorry. Or or identify as a woman to be cool. Or identify, whatever. Gotta be a woman, whatever. You don't can't get on the show. Hey, so let's get on to another game that was absolutely insane. We got the Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. What in the world was that down to the wire last game of the whole season? And it went down to two seconds left, ladies. That was crazy. I did not expect that. Wow. In <laughs> overtime. So, I mean, hey, Kate, what do you think about this one? I expected more out of the Chargers than I saw. I mean, the Raiders again, another team that lost their coach halfway through the season mm-hmm. with John Gruden's controversy off the field and – they lost a player because his vehicular yeah, uh, I mean, players thing. had controversies too. Yes. With, um rugs and I'm trying to think the other player's name. But I I didn't expect the Raiders to get mm-hmm. to this point, to be honest with you. I just didn't yeah. think that was gonna happen. And Justin Herbert, sorry, buddy, but <laughs> Derek Carr took over. <laughs> Ugh. So it was it was an incredible game. I just didn't expect that the Raiders would win. Yeah. Raiders are in, y'all. The Raiders They're are in. in, man. Delilah, what do you think about the game? I think I was, but it was exciting. I know that Sydney was hyperventilating for obvious reasons. <laughs> I, 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 I saw his comment. I get it. I understand. Like I would have been the same way if I was on the same boat, right? Like about to suffocate and stuff. But um, <laughs> to be fair to to be fair to Herbert, though. He did convert a lot all those fourth downs. So I think that's why when you saw him on the sidelines, he looked pissed. And he should have, right? Because he's like, why are you calling a timeout? Like, I'm actually doing good. Like, I converted. Like, I'm doing what I need to do. And you stop the progression of the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because 
what a decision. What yeah. a decision. Yeah, like, you know, because he was. He did, like, he... We were like, oh, how is he going to, and they were long, some of them were really long oh, yeah. words, right? And you're like, and he converted and he, he you know, he was doing his thing, you know? It's sure like, was. Yeah. And the so, defense didn't help him. No, the defense didn't help. They definitely dropped the ball by letting, um, I forgot who it was, ran like right 10 yards up the middle. And oh, so, yeah, like, Jake, yeah, right up the middle. That it set him up for the field goal. So honestly, like, I don't blame him for being upset. Yeah. by the coaching decisions in that time because I would be too. <laughs> I would actually be mad too. Hey, Ash, what do you think about the game? Oh, the game was intense. I was trying to go to bed. I know it was madness in your house. <laughs> and we're just like staring at the TV like, what is going to happen? And I'm like, there's no way this is going to tie. For a while there, I thought the Raiders were going to let the clock just run down and they were just going to end it in a tie. And then they came out like, nope, we're going to win. I'm like, oh, what is happening? <laughs> Wow. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine if you would have missed that and it would have been, it just would have ended in the tie though? Oh, it was down to the very last Oh, that would have been horrible. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't in imagine. your household, that probably would have yeah. been like the most miserable day ever. Oh, yeah. It's like the Steelers did what they needed to do. The Colts, who you didn't think that was going to happen at all, did what they needed to do. So everyone's like already cheering, like, yes, we made it. And in the last like, two seconds of that game, you're like, wait a minute, we might not make it. Right. That is absolutely crazy. I, I mean, just for it to go down like that, you saw all three things that they needed to happen. The Colts had to lose. We didn't think that was going to happen. I mean, we went over I mean, all the scenarios. They had to end of the time. We did, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> thought that was going to happen. I mean, Vegas and the Chargers almost ending in a tie. I know. I mean, nobody thought that would happen. And then the Steelers end up pulling it off. They beat the Ravens. I mean, they did. Also, they had to do. Also in overtime. That was another oh, overtime. That was game. overtime. I was like, <laughs> it was obviously the Colts were going to lose at that point. And then you're watching like, oh, now they just might not even beat the Ravens and screw it themselves. It was a mess. What a way <laughs> to fight, though. What a way to fight. Rams. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. But you're right. The Rams game and the Arizona Cardinals. What a game. I mean, that was a interesting game because it, it came down to the wire. Right. And can I just say it was in the Michigan man that intercepted Stafford. Okay. That okay. Was Thomas. Hey, but so, this that that's prime though. Like Stafford, this is his time to shine. I think that he needed this game, but could not pull it off. And they knew what they needed to pull that number two seed, and they ended up falling right out of it. And then who gets the number two seed? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> they moved up and set us up, so now we don't get to play. I'm, I'm just pissed. I'm like, dang. <laughs> but at the end of the day, hey, that was a great game. Do you guys have yeah. anything to say about the Chargers and the Rams game? No, I mean, uh, the Chargers, uh, you mean the Cardinals? I mean, I'm sorry, sorry, the Rams and the Arizona Cardinals, sorry. No, the 49ers. Oh, for, yeah, for, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. All over the place. All over the place. They're playing on next Monday. They got the Monday Night Football Cardinals and Rams. That, they do. That's going to be good. Yeah, the 49ers. Now, I did call the 49ers making it into the playoffs over the Saints a long yes, time ago on a <laughs> I just, on, yes, on, on show and on my other show. 
Like, I'm happy that, for the 49ers. To be fair, the Saints did win. So all the 49ers had to do, honestly, was choke and lose. And then, you know, Saints still would have went in there. But, you know, it, it it happened the way it needed to be. The 49ers are there because it's time for y'all to meet in the playoffs. Dallas. <laughs> hey, you see Sean starting messing the chat? They should have just ended in a tie with those six four downs with the six four oh, down conversion. Don't do, that. don't do that because you've been hyping up Sydney for like the last three weeks. He said, that. "I know he was praying." And look, Anthony Andy said, "Why are you stirring the pot, Sean? You know you're gonna stir that pot." You're so good doing that. <laughs> but we have to go into the next All segment. Right. Man, so but this one is is one that I'm truly excited about because it's where we really get to show where we're leaning, ladies. Which way are we leaning? We got some dynamic games. The playoffs are set. If you didn't know, now you know. We do know that the number one team in the division is on AFC. Tennessee Titans. The Titans, and then on the other side, we got the wonderful Green Bay. My least favorite team in the league. I know. They locked that down weeks ago, though, to be fair to them. <laughs> so they are the ones that do not have to play. Ugh, sad face. But there are some teams that do have to stick it out this weekend, and it is going to be in. Tense. So, we have to go ahead and just go ahead and dive into it because I truly believe that each and every one of these games are a toss-up. Yeah, I agree. Week eighteen went. This is truly a a toss-up. I agree. (laughs) The Chiefs and the Steelers. Ooh, already calling it Ben's retirement party, and he even said (laughs) they don't see any chance. I did see the obituary they made, but hey, we have to go ahead and choose our picks. So let's go ahead, Kate. Who you going with? I think Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill will beat the Steelers. Sorry, Sydney, but (laughs) I got Chiefs. All right, you got Chiefs. Hey, you got to make your own decision. No matter the threats you may get in your messages later, you just got to go with your own decision. Hey. Delilah, who are you going with? I'm going with the upset. Going with the Steelers on this one. I think. Okay. I I think that I don't. I I feel like Casey's gonna go in a bit cocky, going like, "Oh, we beat you twice before, right?" But this is playoffs time. This is playoffs, right? We know everything resets. But I have that feeling that that's how they're going to answer this. Is we beat Pittsburgh twice in the regular season. We could do it a third time. And I think that's going to blow up in their face. Now, I don't think it's going to be a huge margin, though. I do agree with the experts who have them at three. So I, I do think that might be by a field goal. Ooh, so it's going to be a close one. Yeah, I think so. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right, Ash. This is super intense in your household. You don't know. <laughs> her husband is a diehard Steelers fan. And it's kind of her second team. So which way are you leaning? I did we see what the Chiefs did to the Steelers last time? Did we see? I mean, Sidney might not have saw it because he was not all here because he was drowning his sorrows. <laughs> it did not look good. I don't trust the Steelers to come out and win that one. 
at all. I can see it being really close because I can definitely see the Chiefs coming in thinking, oh, the Steelers have rolled over. They're dead. We got this. We killed them last time. <laughs> I just don't see them. I hope they win, but I don't see them winning. Hey, look, uh, right. Anthony Handy just said, we know the Steelers, uh, what the Steelers can do historically in the playoffs. Beat up or not, the Chiefs are not just going to walk nope. in. They're not. I, mean, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I just don't think the. We have to see about the offense. John said he is alive. Ben is not dead. <laughs> I'm not dead yet, man. This is this is intense. <laughs> oh, look, look, Sean's coming after you, Ash. Come on, Ash. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to use logic here and say they're not going to. Right, I got you. No, I know you gotta choose what you gotta choose with. That's I'm exactly what Janae said. <laughs> you gotta choose. Yeah, you got. I mean, it's your pick. I mean, the thing is. I, I've learned this because in my job we did like a a a, 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 a game pick every week, like who we <laughs> thought was going to win every week. And this guy was just dominating every week. He probably only <laughs> lost three games every week. And I'm like, how do you get just three games? How do you guess majority of these right? <laughs> and he said the problem is we go with our feelings when it comes for picks because right. we want the team or we love the team or our favorite team or they're our second favorite team right, we right. go with our heart because we want to but he was like in the, in the game of picking you just got to go with what the facts are <laughs> he's right i do think that um the kansas city chiefs uh, chiefs are not i don't think they're gonna go out in the first round i just think the steelers got dealt a heavy one by getting the chiefs but I, I just I don't think they're gonna go out in the first round. I do think that uh, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey will um, be great. All right, three to one on <laughs> that one. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, but hey, listen. But that's just our picks. Don't beat us up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, Sean, there's teams that we don't need to talk about at this point. <laughs> there's teams that we just don't need to talk about. We're in. We're in. Yeah, we're in the playoffs now. Sorry. Oh, look, this just in. This just in. Juju back at practice. Yes, They've been waiting for this all year. Juju may be coming back. Ooh. I like that it. may be nasty. He is back from IR. That's true. <laughs> wow, this is gonna. This is definitely gonna be intense, ladies. All right, so we got to move on to another game in the AFC that is gonna be a tight one, and I just. This is one of the ones I'm just like, oh, this is going to be intense. The Bills and the Patriots, ladies. Ooh. What in the world? Two teams that, I mean, great teams. If the Bills play like they're supposed to play and, and, and the Patriots play like they've been playing for the majority of the rest of the season, this could be a dynamic game. Who are you going for, Delilah? The Bills on this one. And I only because now, and again, it's, I understand who they're playing against. Trust me. I understand who Bill Belichick is. I know, listen, he willed this rookie and this team to the playoffs the first season. I'm not at all going to hate on that, but I feel like, I feel like the, in the postseason experience does matter a little bit. And I think yeah. that, I think that's why the Bills will have the edge, but I also think it's going to be a similar like fight. Like, his Bills definitely 100% going to stuff him with defense, right? And so it's going to be a low-scoring game again, but I still think that the Bills will come out on top. Okay, all right. Ash, what you thinking? I'm going to go Bills. This is probably a very 
personal feeling pick just because I love Josh Allen. Out last year, the Bills were my team. I was so hyped for them. I'm a fangirl over, over, over him. I'm, I'm a fangirl. All right, Kate, what do you think is going to go down for this? So were you a Patriots fan this whole time? Like before, like were you a diehard Patriots fan? Or you I am going Patriots on this one. I think Belichick with his his longstanding experience in okay. the NFL and his coaching and with what he's done with Mac Jones, who – I know we've talked about him for rookie of the year and all that. Um, I think his experience will outplay the Bills. I see the Bills have been shaky in their victories this year. So, and I just, I just have faith in Coach B. I mean, it's Coach B. I'm in the okay, the Coach Patriots. B. So what? I'm going to be the upset, like Delilah right. was with the Steelers. <laughs> All right, we've predicted two upsets on this show already. We definitely <laughs> have. We definitely have. Hey, Kate, I have to ask you: Have you always been a Buccaneers fan, or have you been a Tom Brady fan, and you were a Patriots fan before? I. My thing is with most things is like I follow players, but I also follow teams as well. Yeah. I love Patriots are probably my always have been one of my top teams. Yes. Never, never the lions. And I live in Michigan. (laughs) I can't do the lions, but I have been a Tom Brady fan since his days at the University of Michigan, and I <laughs> even through Deflategate, Mr. Sidney Swinton, I <laughs> he, he paid his dues there. He learned his the errors of his ways. That's part of his past. He's gone through with the future. Um, and so when he came to the Buccaneers, I've liked the Buccaneers for a long time. I loved when Tony Dungy coached there. I actually okay. met Tony Dungy in an airport one time in Tampa, and I used to always loved um you know all and lynch and um simeon rice I, mean, okay. I have a lot of buccaneer love so all right look but, so you got you you're, you're deep in love with this right yeah, yeah. So, but i i was always hoping edelman would like get his head out of his butt and say, sure, Tom, I'll come and be your other receiver down there. But he's he wanted to retire a Patriot. Yeah, he said he's tired of being hit. He's done with it. He's done with it. um, (laughs) I'm proud of, like, I mean, Coach B is, you know, he he looks like a crotchety old man in his cutoff sweatshirt Mm -hmm. on the sideline, but he knows what he's doing. Absolutely. um, Yeah, Anthony uh, Allstott was amazing. I love yeah. But um yeah, so I'm diverse in my love for the NFL and the teams that I love. And that's and okay. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. You gotta follow the, the, the team that you that you truly are passionate about. But, it doesn't matter how you're passionate about them. If they're your teams, they are your teams. But, hey, but I gotta I make that final pick. But it's gotta be the Patriots. It's going to be the Patriots beating the Bills. I just okay. have a feeling. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. So we got somebody that's going against the grain from you two. And I think I'm going to lean towards you two. You already know I'm going for the Billies. You love I, you Let's talk football. I love 
the Bills. Josh <laughs> Allen is my man. I've been telling Sean since he was drafted that he is that guy. And Sean just, uh, he hates him. He doesn't think he's worthy of being in the league. But as, <laughs> I, as you can see, these years are going by and he's starting to listen because I've been telling him about him since his rookie season. So <laughs> I am truly excited. Hey, so guys, the last two games, we have picked one person has gone against the grain. All right, so we got one more team in the AFC two teams in the AFC that we got to talk about the Bengals and the Raiders. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you guys think? This is an intense situation. Kate, we'll start with you. Bengals and the Raiders. I'm going with Joey B. Ooh. Joey B. Jamar Chase should be rookie of the year. <laughs> um, definitely the Bengals. All the way. Joe B. He's playing like fire right now in that. <laughs> I guess he is. And I just have all the faith that he's going to, he's got so much poise for being a sophomore and coming back from that injury. Bengals. Bengals have not won a game since 1991. Wow, Sean, that's pretty interesting. Hey, hey, but Kate is calling it now. They're getting ready to win one. You're, you're, you're getting ready to see it right now because she said it. Now, Ash, what do you think about this game? I'm going Bengals. I love the Bengals this year. Sorry, Sydney, not really. But I just love them. They're so fun to watch. I really hope they make it far. Like, if they can just go all the way, that'd be great. I love them. I think they're so good. I'm excited for that game. I think it's that's very true. Hey, that, <laughs> I'm excited. I think the game is going to be absolutely interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, people are liking the Bengals. Hey, uh, who else is talking? Oh, look, they talking a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. Hey, she called him Joey B like the middle. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Hey, so, Delilah, what do you think is going to go down for this Bengals and Raiders game? What do you think? For this one, I'm going Bengals also. I feel like the, you know, that, yeah, I, that, that Jamar Chase and Burrow connection is just beautiful to watch. Um, but I also want them to, you know, also since 1991, Joe Burrow is going to break that curse, okay? And Absolutely. They're going to win their first playoff game. You guys are claiming it right now. But, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we're going to have to go against three, the three, three, I cannot <laughs> not go against I can't do it. The Raiders are my dad's favorite team. They are they are basically like my third favorite team. Well, actually, right. second, but the Bills came on once, uh, once Josh. <laughs> but. The Raiders are my team. I just can't go against it. I feel like they got some magic, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> what they've been through throughout the season, for them to, to, to do it, to, to be able to end week 18 like that, finish the game against a high-power <laughs> Chargers team, and, and, and everybody basically thought the Raiders were going to lose that game. So I feel like the fact that they pulled it off, they made the miracle, why not continue to ride the wave? So I'm just going to go ahead and be the one to go against the grain. I'm calling the Raiders upset. Oh, I can't believe I did it. Dad, if you're watching, just know that I love you. <laughs> I actually hope the Bengals win the AFC. Me too. Ooh, oh, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that part. We're only doing first round. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb. <laughs> All right. Hey, she's going out on a limb. Hey, so we got to move on to the other side of the field, which – 
I like the NFC is pretty interesting, guys. It's another uh, three games that are absolutely dynamic. So we got uh, the uh, 49ers playing the Dallas Cowboys. Let's go. Let's see. Who do Ash and Janae have? <laughs> yeah, let's start with the Cowboys fans. <laughs> yes. I had to come ready, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah! We had to come ready, ladies and gentlemen. We could not slack today. Y'all know I'm going with my Cowboys. There's no question about it. I feel like we can do it. I feel like... Uh, after all cylinders were clicking, I know it was against a backup team, but I feel like for you to have that much precision every time you get the ball, points are scored, that is a great game. I feel like if you can ride off of that high, the Cowboys can do it. They were able to rest some dynamic players last week, so I feel like with them resting uh, Michael Parsons, he does not like to sit. He does not like to miss any playtime. So for the fact that he had to do that, he's going to come out like a monster. I feel like uh, um, you know we didn't we we didn't have Pollard. He got to rest his foot for a little bit. I feel like we got some pieces back this week that'll make it work. We got Diggs back. We got players that were didn't even play that are resting up, and I feel like God's <laughs> telling me that we're going to win. We had a lot of people on COVID last game too. We well, did, we did, and, and the thing is. They're back. The coach of Mike McCarthy has, has said that everybody has been cleared. So right. I'm excited. Ash, what do you think about it? Oh, I'm super excited. I was actually really excited the way it played out because we were going to have to play the Cardinals, and I I didn't really love that. I think the 49ers won't be as hard as what people are trying to make it out to be. Which is crazy because the world is yeah. now like a 49er yeah. fan. It's like, know. really? Because they get Dallas? Now you guys love the 49ers, and yeah. they're just this dynamic team. That's just haters. Delilah, what do you think? Well, so what I I picked the Cowboys to win, but I also cautioned y'all to not go in there with big heads either. Absolutely. And so that's what I said. I said, you can't walk into a playoff game going, oh, we're the best. We're going to go. It's like, you you remember that? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I said. I didn't. No, that's a great thing to say. That's a great thing to say because they shouldn't. What I said is, like, they better have a game plan for Debo. That I don't care what they say. Like I know he's playing against you, but that man could ball. Like that that man. So they better, so they better have a stop for him. They need an answer. You need to pressure Jimmy G because when you pressure him, we know that's when he messes up. So that's what I'm saying. I said your defense needs to go in there with a game plan so that your offense could score. And so uh, yes, I do. I, I do see the the Cowboys moving on to the second round for sure. Woo! Okay, we got a pick from Delilah. <laughs> All right. All right. Sean, I love you and everything, but <laughs> this is going to be the first time we're in all unison. Let's go! Oh, wow, four for four this time, not another us. <laughs> against other teams that have dynamic players that are supposed to show out, oh, we're going to be playing this running back or we're going to be playing this wide receiver. And I think that we can do it. But I do think, like Delilah said, the hothead is not what we need to go in with. 
We need it. Look, Sean is so mad. The show just got canceled. Golly, what is happening? You were all in unison that the Steelers weren't going to make the playoffs last week. Oh, gosh. Listen, listen. We have our opinions, and sometimes we're going to be right. And we feel like it's going to be right. Hey, but the, but the but bottom line is San Francisco is still not nothing to play with. They are definitely right. good when they when they do what they need to do. But the, I think the 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 advantage that we have is that we can rely on Dak to make a clutch fourth quarter, uh, uh, throwing the ball. I just don't think that Jimmy G is the reliable throwing the ball quarterback that everybody thinks. Now, if they can get the Debo Samuel's churning, Mitchell churning, they can do it. They are dynamic. But if they got to rely on Jimmy G, I think Jimmy G will show up just like any of the other quarterbacks. Yeah. Now, to be I'm fair, more worried about the run game. Than, oh, yeah. That's what, that's what I'm saying. saying. I'm, just, I'm you know. way more worried about the run because we have a hard time stopping that. We can shut down Debo, Kittle. Potentially, it depends what kind of game we're having, but I'd be more worried about the run. Yeah. Yes. I think Dak's a better quarterback. Dak will lead your team to victory. I have a good feeling about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. to be fair, what Sydney was saying is now I know we paid the Colts to win, but we also like went over like all those scenarios. And even you were pooping your pants at home. Your wife told us that you were acting so <laughs> <laughs> So everything had to like align, and I'm happy they did. I even picked your Steelers for the upset. But to be fair, we did break down what needed to happen for your team to get in. So that's the only reason. This exactly. is different. This is a round one playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is an easy scenario. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Hey, so we have another team that we gotta dive dive in on. These two teams are absolutely dynamic. Who the Cardinals and the Rams? What are you ladies thinking? We'll go with Delilah first. So uh, I still think the the Rams will will actually win this, I, but I also I get I do I still call a lot of close uh, close games like I really, um, but I feel like uh, I think that when you compare and I know everybody's like oh Stafford has some problems you're right he did but he is the the veteran quarterback and we talked about other people brought brought up before like is Kyler Murray ready like is and I'm not saying he can't make it I just feel like. On the Rams side, I feel like they're ready, right? They, and I think that they're in to, to play and make it past into the second round. So, yeah, I'm calling uh, the Rams to win. Ooh, okay. We got a pick for the Rams. Ash, this is intense. What you think, Cardinals or the Rams? I'm going <laughs> Cardinals. I don't trust Matthew Stafford. Hey, you got to make it plain. Got to make it plain. Yeah. I mean, if he just stays on – up the whole time, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, tries to feed it to Odell like he looks like he's been doing. I don't have very much faith in that. Well, yeah, oh. you just said it, he's got to stay on, and I just, yeah, I like the Cardinals a lot. I think just living in Arizona, <laughs> they've become one of my more favorite teams. Yeah, Cardinals with JJ back. Let's go. <laughs> okay, Cardinals, it is all right. So, look, what do you think, Kate? I'm going with the Rams. I think Matthew Stafford, it's time he shows the haters back here in Detroit that he can go far <laughs> in the playoffs. And 
he and Cooper Cup have been connecting really well this year. I think, you know, they have Darnold, who I, Aaron Darnold, who I think will make Kyler Murray Woo! hit the turf a few times. Mm-hmm. So I have good faith in the Rams. I think the interception was maybe a fluke thing, but I'm used to seeing interceptions from thrown from Mr. Stafford. But um, I'm really. I think he needs to prove his haters wrong. So I really hope that Stafford goes out, has the game of his life and okay. moves ahead in the playoffs because I'm, you know, I live in the Detroit area. I've seen what he's gone <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It's not. Oh, there we go, Anthony. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I hope the Rams win just yeah. because I think Stafford needs to get that chip off his shoulder and uh that's cat that's that's miss cat hughes rooting for matthew stafford yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right hey i love it hey I, I i think it could happen it may happen um i'm gonna go a different way ladies i uh, i think i may have to side with my girl with the Cardinals. I do, I do, I do. Only because I have a hidden motive. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like gonna go down. The Cowboys need to go back and play the, the Cardinals to, to, to get that W. I feel like we can do it. I think it would be perfect that it went down just like that. It got my hidden motives. And then I also, you know, I, I like Matthew Stafford. I think everything is going great. I do think if I'm gonna put it out there. Just like Kate said, it's going to be the most intense game for him because Matthew Stafford, they have literally moved mountains for this guy to have the best team. They have literally uh, forfeited all the drafts for the next five years. I mean, he literally has had Odell Beckham. He's gotten, you know, he's got all these players that they have added to the team for him. I feel like it's a do or die situation. They're like, we don't care about the future. If this is the right now team, right. if they are one and done, that is sad. It's very right. sad. You know, <laughs> people are always talking about the Cowboys. If the Cowboys lose, you know that'll be the worst one out of all of them. No, I think if the Rams lose, they sacrifice a lot for this team. I agree. I think it would be like I think that would be the worst loss. It, honestly, yeah, I think it would be the I worst. I think it would be the most embarrassing loss. Yeah, then absolutely catastrophic. About Stafford, yeah. the way they always did. Yeah, yep. that I 100% agree with that. If they can't, so, I did. I, I mean, I'm going for the Cardinals, but I do think Matthew Stafford has to have everything ready because if he doesn't win this game. Uh, there, there's going to be some conversation because they have literally sacrificed a lot. I mean, it's not really much they can do now because they they don't even have any picks. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the team, ladies and gentlemen. Unless they get somebody in the free agency, but we'll, we'll we'll see about that. Hey, so there is one more game, and this game I know Kate is just like shaking in her boots and just so happy. All right, the Buccaneers get to play. The Eagles, the dogs that got in, you know, by the skin of their teeth, they was able to claw their way out. And now the Eagles are in. They get to play the Super Bowl champs from last year. We're going to start with Kate. Well, of course I'm picking TB12. Of course I'm going with my man. TB12! I think... 
the Buccaneers will win. I think Tom Brady is getting at that team ready and focused with all the adversity they face this season. Yeah. Injuries. <laughs> They're injury plagued. I mean, but they still find a way. A lot of people didn't expect them to go very far with the injuries that they've had. And we've had the whole Antonio Brown saga. So... But, oh, I love you, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, right now, Tom Brady is leading a lot of the different categories and quarterback for passing and everything else. So, you know, <laughs> and he said, like he said after last year, m- minus the <laughs> snafu of him throwing the trophy <laughs> over the boat. But anyway, I know, Sean, you'd bring it up in comments. <laughs> But um, he said, you know, I've got ten fingers. Seven of them are seven of them are full. <laughs> I have one for my wedding ring. I need to get two more rings, and I can hang this up. So I say, he's gonna go forward, and he's gonna do Tom Brady stuff, and that's how I feel. All he's right, hey, look at you. Give the goat two minutes. That take my pick back. <laughs> two minutes to do the, the Brady drill. <laughs> Wait, why is he taking his pick back? Why are you taking your <laughs> pick back? What happened? You didn't say anything wrong. Hey, hey Sean, don't be bitter. Don't be bitter over it's, there. It's the, hey. the throwing the trophy over the boat. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what it is. That's exactly what it is. My face. <laughs> Ash, what are you thinking about this dynamic game? Can they both lose? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't work. No, out. Okay. You know what? What happens if they? So I guess this is unlimited overtime. Yeah, you can't tie in the playoffs. Anymore. Yeah, you can't. Nope, Boom. you can't. Boom. I wish they could and just beat both out, but <laughs> I hate it. I always say that I wish the Eagles would lose every game they ever play because I don't <laughs> like them. But if the Eagles win, I feel like that makes our road a lot easier. Because I would love to have to play them again. That would be amazing. Either one of those teams got to go to Lambeau, though. Yeah, I think the Eagles are – they're used to the cold, though. Very More true. Tampa. So the Eagles probably went to Lambeau last year. True. It's hard to Very do it true. twice. I don't know. I think the Bucks are going to win, but I wouldn't actually be that mad if the Eagles won just because – I think it makes our road to the ship a lot easier. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that does make sense. Look, so, you're leaning towards my direction as well. Delilah, what you think? I'm picking the books. I, I think I agree with Sean. Like, unless Nick Foles leaves the Bears to just play one game today, like, then, yeah, maybe. Because he's the only – he's one of two – quarterbacks who beat Tom Brady and that's not easy to do so yeah I, I'm definitely going with the Bucks on this one um, but kudos to Jalen because I do like Jalen Hurts like regardless what you feel about the Eagles I think he's I think as a his second year right sophomore right he's, he's, he's you know he's playing yeah. good football. he's playing good football so I'm not gonna hate on this kid right so his future is bright but I just think that when you when you put them up against each other I'm going with the Bucks. Him and Gronk, I have something special, man. Like I just—they really do. They really, really. I said really that do. last year when I predicted the Super Bowl. 
They have something special. They really do. Hey, so I, you know what? I, I got to go. I'm Ash. I really agree with you. I would pick the Eagles, but I have to go ahead and pick the Bucks. And I have a motive for this as well. Even though it would be great for the for the Eagles to get a, a little further, I think it would be awesome to see the Bucks in the in the in Green Bay. That's going to be an amazing game cuz that would go I mean, two people Inviting an MVP spot, you right. know, battle battle of the of the top <laughs> two quarterbacks. Right. That could be intense. Revenge game for sure. <laughs> for sure. So I don't know. I don't know. I gotta go with the Bucks for that one. Only because I'm biased just off of that. I think it'll be like David and Goliath. It'll be like the game of all games. They're gonna come up with a commercial just for that game. <laughs> it's just how it goes. Now, you ladies and gentlemen, you guys know our picks. We know your picks because you guys have been shouting out a whole bunch of stuff. We know your picks. But we'll see this weekend coming up. Saturday and Sunday, you better not be going anywhere because you need to be glued to the TV for sure. But we got to move on. Wait. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Super and Monday. Oh, we can't forget about that it's last a, day. It's a super weekend. Super it is a super <laughs> weekend. And thank goodness it's a snow day for me, so I will be bundled up in my warm sheets watching the game. I cannot wait to do that. Hey, but we got to get on to the next segment. We know we're going over a little over time, but it's okay. We had some technical difficulties, but we got to get on to this next one. We came out late, too, so actually. Exactly. 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 <laughs> Teams. With the now hiring sign at the door, we got some teams that uh, looks like uh, they they're gonna uh, need to do, be doing some things. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about it: the Raiders, the Broncos, Jaguars, Dolphins, Bears, Vikings, Giants, and now breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, the Titans. We have literally a, a nice chunk of the league who is now gone. Texans. <laughs> wow. I'm not surprised. Wow, wow. I can't even believe the Texans. The Texans are kind of shocking. I, is it, though? The Texans yeah, you're right. surprised me. I didn't, like, you didn't I, even give them a chance. I, it wasn't surprising to me. I Only think the this, Dolphins shocked me. Yeah. You know, I, but I, I think the Texans really rely on Deshaun, and since he wasn't playing, it's just like, oh, uh, you're giving us, you know, I just the quarterback situation. Uh. I think that someone had to go. And he was the one, and that's it. Like someone has to go. I can dig it. So I, I that's that's why all guy. That's why I'm not. I'm not surprised he was fired. Like I'm not saying that he should have. I was in shock because, as Kate said, someone has to be the fall guy, and he was it. They're like, you know, and that's they. They still have. They're stuck with the Sean until they figure that out. So someone yeah. had to go, right? Someone had to go, and that, it was him. So they fired <laughs> yeah. the coordinator too. The Texans did. Yes. So yeah. They, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also saw him as a problem as well. So yeah. So the, the shocker for me was Miami. That was oh gosh, that was awful. That was the yeah, weirdest was thing. Gone. I don't understand why you'd get rid of him. I mean, that you had a hurt quarterback. He was able to win so many games in a row before you fired him. Like you were on an up upscale. I thought right. you know, finally figuring it out. Two of them finally playing decent and healthy. Yep. Waddle was doing great. I just don't understand that. I mean, you had something going. They're playing hard for their coach. That was a little weird. The team respects him too, so I think yeah. that was I think that was a bad decision on uh, Miami at the top. 
Yes. It was reminiscent of Caldwell with the Lions. That's all like it the, reminded me of is the, when they the, fired him. Oh, yeah, because the players respected him. The The team was, like, rallying behind him, and they were all like, all right, let's get this done, right? Even when they had, like, the weird – last season when they had that weird two-quarterback situation. Yes. No one – nobody in that team said, nah, we're not going to do this, right? They just – you know, they went with the plays. They made it work. And honestly, the fact that – um both times they were just inches away from playoffs. Like, how do you get rid of a coach like that? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Because Very that man true. literally dragged them almost into the playoffs this season, you know? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand <laughs> the owners. Everyone else is like, yeah, that, that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, these teams are looking for general managers and coaches. It's going to no. be an interesting situation. I do wonder, the team on this list that I, I wonder most about is the Giants because now that you have this situation, are you going to, when you come into the organization mm -hmm. because you fired the you know the coach, let the general manager retire, yep. is the new general manager and coach going to want to move away from Daniel Jones? You, they don't have options. They don't have money. There's no, no cap space. They couldn't. They have no cap space, Ash. None. I mean, and they still owe like ten million left to like other players yeah. right now. So they really have nothing. It's so like they, they need like they need a money person. You know, actual someone actually knows financials in there. It's not just a general manager, but they need like a money person. They said this is, like the worst losing streak they've had, and like I forgot how long. Like I was re like it was insane. They haven't had like this much of a losing streak in a, you know, in a long time. <laughs> the only people that Absolutely. the Giants have been interviewing is the GM position. They've been, that's the only, they haven't even started interviewing for head coach yet. They're but I think that's smart because you want to get a GM to be able to pick their own head coach. Yeah. I think that would be great. Yeah, great way to start your start your franchise over again, and I and I I I think that it's going to be very interesting for the Giants because they're only a couple pieces away. They just got to figure it out because they got they got they have players. I just don't understand why it doesn't work. I don't know. That's a mess. If all out of all those jobs, that's probably like my least desirable one would be the Giants. They're just it's a mess. The yeah. more I look into it, the more I'm like, wow, you guys are so screwed. Like you did not set yourself up for success. <laughs> it's great fantastic for me in our division like that's fine with me keep being a hot mess but <laughs> no, like, i was like y'all don't know anything do you <laughs> hey wouldn't you have a, a a bar's worth of beer and pizza delivered to your house if you got fired i mean geez this is the most stressful job I'm, I, I'm the head coach of the giants so no matter what i do the new yorkers are gonna the new yorkers are gonna hate me it don't matter. Like it, it was, it was a lose lose situation until they could figure it out. Um, but it, remember, they did get rid of Jason Garrett as well in, in earlier in the season. Yep, well, they should have never hired season. Jason Garrett. That was nope. <laughs> speaking as a Cowboys girl. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, probably wasn't the best decision to have. But yeah, these teams right here are absolutely. Uh, they they um. They they definitely are in the in the need to hire, but I mean, since we're talking about that, there is a shout out coach that we want to shout out absolutely uh, because because he's probably the last one standing. <laughs> uh, we got shout out to Mike Tomlin, thirteen years no no losing season, man. Got a shout out, Mike Tomlin. I love him. <laughs> this man right here is literally 
uh, since Miami has now let go of their coach, who is an African-American coach, the diversity has now gotten one man smaller. Uh, we are now hanging on with a thread. Mike Tomlin is just killing the game. I mean, I don't. Th- I doubt he'll go anywhere. 13 years, no losing season, ladies. Come on. Nope. It's the only coach that hasn't had a losing season his whole tenure. Right. Wow. So, yeah, so shout out to him. Like, you know, he gets to keep his job. <laughs> I know a lot of teams are looking at um, Byron Leftwich for the Buccaneers, the offensive coordinator, who Arian said it would be a travesty for a team not to hire him because he's such a good person. Yeah. So maybe the diversity will get more leveled when Flores gets another job because I think he will. And oh, absolutely, easily in a different team. Easily. I mean, he should definitely be considered one of those teams that we just looked at. There's not. There's no way he shouldn't be looked at any other team. And I a mean, lot of people are saying that Flores' best fit would be the Chicago Bears. I know. <laughs> it happened so badly, but we're idiots. Let's <laughs> <laughs> tarnish him. He, I hope your players help him keep the job so I, I hope so. Listen, the last coach we had took us to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Lovey Smith. So. <laughs> And you held on to him a tad bit too long. But we do. But to be fair, like he did have a few seasons that he actually won a shitload of games. Yes, he for did. Us, so. so it's not like we fought after two seasons of actually playing good. All right, Miami. <laughs> Just don't understand that. Hey, but shout out to Mike Tomlin. He's, oh, he's holding it down. Sydney, I'm said, Mike Tomlin. Sydney said it was 15 years. Sorry. It is 15. Oh, not 15 so. years. 15 years. Okay, okay, 15 years. We'll take that too, man. Hey, I'm excited. Hey, but at the end of the day, Mike Tomlin is a beast. He is awesome. Uh, truly a gem in the league, um, and, and we're just happy to have him, and we just hope that there's more diversity. Asian coaches, Hispanic coaches, and right. just, just diversity in the league. We talked about how many African-American players there are in the NFL, <laughs> and we just don't understand why there's one black coach. So, all right. To, to <laughs> your show, Janae, does that make you crazy? What about a woman coach? One day, baby, one day. There will be a day. I just feel it in my heart. There will be a day one day. Hey, so but we got to get on to one of our a uh, 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 couple of the last segments. We're almost done, ladies and gentlemen. But we got to get into who was hot this week in the NFL. We're going to go around the table and we are going to tell each, uh, tell you guys who we thought was hot this week in the in week 18. Delilah, who do you got? So I went with uh, against the green and I went with the Jaguars defense, not an actual player. Um, but this is why. OK, so basically, one, they had Roy Robertson Harris lived in the Colts backfield. He finished the afternoon with seven pressures and an 80, 81.0 pass rushing grade on the first review, okay? So basically, he did his job. Uh, L.B. Myers uh, had a 50, you know, 50, uh, with 58 yards on four catches. So basically, he did his, his job as a linebacker, Absolutely. right? So basically, the fact that, again, they put pressure on uh, Jonathan Taylor, kept him to 77 yards, okay? 
They kept Jonathan Taylor to 77 yards and the Colts to a score of 11. Damian Wilson snagged an interception, which we saw, on one of the two targets in his primary coverage. So he intercepted within the two, two passes, right, that were within his coverage. He intercepted one in the third quarter, as we know, led to uh, the Jaguars um, scoring. Damian also was the one that did the sack fumble, right? So again, and then Devon Hamilton went and recovered at the Colts 23. So, and both times that they set up those, you know, those strips and those interceptions, those turnovers, they turned them into points, right? And so even the rookies had a good day. Rookies Andre Sisco and Tyson Gamble both finished with a 70-plus coverage. These are rookies. I love Uh, it. So, again... They, uh, you know, kudos to Jacksonville defense going in there. The Jaguars defense stopped the Colts twice on fourth and short. They sacked Wentz six times. <laughs> <laughs> so he only completed 17 of 29 passes. So, again, kudos to Jacksonville defense. That, Absolutely. That was hey, well, they should have been actually on the field because I don't think anybody's given the Jacksonville Jaguars that much praise. <laughs> All season long, that that should have its own segment, <laughs> right there. It, it really should. It really should. Ash, who are you going with for your player of Week 18? All right, I am going with Amon Ross St. Brown from the Woo! Lions. Shout out, Cat. <laughs> <laughs> so he this week had eight catches for 109 yards and a touchdown. All, for the year, he's had 912 yards for five touchdowns. So he's been really killing it this year. And no one was really looking at him. He was really quiet the first couple of games, I think, just because they didn't need him as much. Yep. But then when all these injuries started happening, he really got the opportunity to step up. and he Break out. Break out player. Definitely did that. Um, he had 51 receptions in the last six games, 91 receptions. Over the entire year, he broke the Lions franchise record for most receiving yards and most receptions by a rookie. He passed Calvin Johnson's streak of catching eight or more passes in six consecutive games. And that's the longest stretch for a rookie ever. So okay. I know a lot of people really aren't looking at this guy, but he has a lot of potential to make this to make a big Any, difference for this team. Anytime you break Megatron records, that's a yes. damn big deal. <laughs> Boom. That is it. That hits that a dead on the money right there. Hey, I like these players, ladies. All right, Kate, what you got? Um, I'm picking a more popular player in the league just because he's like tied Michael Strahan's sack record, which is Sydney's TJ Wall. <laughs> The thing is, I'll give give you another background to me. I'm usually not in love with an offensive player, but Tom Brady kind of stole my heart. But I'm usually for the defensive players in the she, league. She proved proved that in the chat. We know is my boy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> TJ Watts just been playing fire this whole he has season. Been. He has been. I mean, we'll see. Like, um. Like Delilah picked the Steelers to win that game. We'll see if TJ has Mahomes' number and is breaking sack records and everything. I mean, he's got 64 combined tackles for the season, 16 assisted tackles, (laughs) 22.5 sacks. 
Sorry, Sydney. The, they rejected the appeal to get that one and four fumble as a sack. So Gipped him. Gipped him. just been playing lights out all season. I mean, he's scary good. Very yeah, good. Yeah, oh, for sure. Her. He's just really amazing. Absolutely. Hey, Sean oh, said he's going to leave Pittsburgh to victory. But anyway, he was my highlight of the the last week. Just Absolutely. Of, you know, he's doing good things. I mean, Strahan's had that record for a long time. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what TJ does next season, if he's going to break records and smash glass ceilings as a defensive <laughs> guy. <but laughs> I mean, hopefully Aiden's watching what he's doing in the league because he's doing great things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> I like these picks, ladies. Hey, so I'm thinking I may just stay in my own little world of Dallas. Oh, oh we love that. <laughs> my player of the week has got to go to my boy, even though it was a backup squad deck. Five touchdowns, five touchdowns that not only just show how great he is. I mean, even though it's a backup squad, these are professional players that are paid to be in the game. I don't care who they are. It was a backup game. It was a, a good get right game. Like people are saying, I felt like it was definitely a good right get right game. Every time he touched the ball, there were points made. He started making great throws. Uh, we do not have Michael Gallup, but Cedric Wilson scoring two touchdowns with my boy connecting. It looked like they have a little thing going on. And with those five touchdowns, ladies and gentlemen, my man Dak Prescott has now beat Tony <laughs> Romo's record with 37 touchdowns in uh, Dallas territory. So I love my man Tony Romo. I love my man. I've always loved him. If you guys don't know, I've shrine. I, I love my man. I love everything Dallas. I just have an infatuation with him. A fact, infatuation with him. But for Dak Prescott to do it in only these amount of years, I feel like this is great. Um, I'm excited about my boy. I'm just excited. I feel like to come off of a catastrophic injury like that last year, you know, to be back right back in the top, it's like we just never missed a beat. I mean, you're out basically all the whole season. You come back from being hurt, an injury where most players don't come back from. And you're out there dominating. You're playing. You're, you did 12-5. and five. Most teams in the league Redskins, Washington football team could not even think about doing 12 and 5. Shout out to my boy Dak Prescott coming back <laughs> from an injury. I'm just hyped. I'm hyped over my boy. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. Ray. <laughs> Look at Sean saying if you love him more than Romo. <laughs> Oh, uh, don't don't ask that question, Sean. I'm not I'm not willing to answer those questions because he knows how much I love my my boy Tony Romo. I I, I just got to bring up real quick after Ash mentioned Saint Brown <laughs> in the breaking Megatron's record. I just want to let you ladies know, and I don't know if the whole Let's Talk Football family knows, but. Kelvin Johnson's been asked back by the head coach in the GM to start mending fences there. So mm. he's going to have a little bit of a role with the Lions going forward. And That's smart. Hopefully. Yeah, very smart decision. Very smart decision, but I think it's great to see after all the stuff. I don't know. Everyone knows the story there, but didn't end in the best manner with him. 
but I'm happy to see that they're mending fences there. Good. Absolutely. So Absolutely. thank you for bringing up Megatron so that I could bring up that <laughs> yeah. nice. Absolutely. Look, so we got to get on to our last segment. We are uh, we're just about done, ladies. And um, I'm excited about this last one because it really just, it's, it's our time. It's our time. Ladies have the final say. I mean, I just love it that we get to end the show just with uh, us. Us, us. So Delilah, what is your final say? So my final say is that I know we're excited about three day weekend with those of us who have jobs that, you know, that actually celebrate. Um, I want us to remember that first MLK's birthday is actually on Saturday. He was born the 15th. Um, and then obviously we observe his birthday on Monday, but I, I feel like it's important to just not look at it as a holiday, but to reflect on his life and his legacy. When I say his legacy, I mean his whole legacy, not like this myth that they keep putting out there. Like the man was the most hated man in America in his time. Like that is factual. Right. And so I, I need to make sure that we reflect on, on the, the impact that he's had. The, the change that he fought for and that he put his life on the line for it, right? We know that. So I just want to make sure that we remember that. That's not just a holiday, right? That it's not just uh, celebrating his birthday, but let's remember his legacy, what he stood for, what he fought for, how he fought for things, um, because that's the best way we can do is remember um, him and what he did for this country. And so... That's super important to do. And if you don't know enough about MLK, please go and do your research. There's, trust me, there's more to him than just a few quotes that get regurgitated every time people fight for justice. Trust me, the man had it going and he put his life on the line for it. He was murdered for it. Absolutely. Let's make sure that we reflect on his legacy and um, think about that as well. Not just a three-day weekend, but why, why that's happening and who he was. So. I love that. Delilah, that was great. I love that. <laughs> that was definitely what needed to be said right before MLK weekend. That was said. Remember the reason. Remember that. Remember, you know, the birthday is great. We love to celebrate the birthday, but let's remember the, the reason why we celebrate him, the reason why he was just such a dynamic person and uh and and had a, an amazing cause. Um Ash, what is your Ladies have the final. Oh my goodness, you're gonna make me follow that up. That was great. I love that. It um, was. <laughs> my thing. Last week we talked a lot about being kind to other people and doing good things. My thing is that we need to probably show more kindness to ourselves, not be so hot on ourselves. I know I've had to miss work for two days now, and I am dying inside because the last thing I want to do is be at home. But this is just a perfect example of how I didn't care care of myself, and now I'm knocked out because of it so i just want to say take the time appreciate yourself self-care yourself yes absolutely it's important it is important absolutely it's definitely important <laughs> self-care is probably one of the things that we all should be doing absolutely it is something that we all need to do because it, like like ash said the moment that you you know that you need to do it and then you don't do it it knocks you down and yeah. then you end up you know not feeling well or whatever something that you could have tried to prevent but you know had you had you done what you thought about but we all go through that self-care is needed take some time for yourself get in your private corner if you want to read if you want to go just get your nails done whatever you want to do just to go out and do it and and, and have fun doing it because we all need some time to do what we want to do. 
Yeah, I love Kat's point. She's like, we just need to take care of ourselves. We always put students first. I mean, that's absolutely, the absolutely. absolutely. I, I agree, one hundred percent. But if we're uh, not good, we're not good for the kids either. So correct. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I know y'all love the kids, and I just think it's beautiful. Hey, but <laughs> Kate, what do you think about your ladies have the final say? Um, piggybacking off a little bit of what Delilah said, um, I think it's pretty incredible that they're really trying to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights um, Act before or around Martin Luther King Day. I know it's been really top of mind to try to get that passed. I think it's important. I'm a big advocate of that bill. And then I think it's pretty cool that Maya Angelou is going to be featured on the back of a coin. She's one of my absolute favorite ever. She, if you didn't know her story, she was raped as a little girl. I do remember her story. The adversity she's had, she overcame and um, everything. But I think another thing that I want to mention is like many of you know, I've, I've had my battles, but I'm, my highlight to think about is thinking about single moms. I'm a single mom to a teenage girl, and I think we get forgotten a lot about in society. So if you know a single mom, reach out to her, see how she's doing, see what's Absolutely. going on with her. It's a hard job. It's not always easy. I'm raising oh. this teenager. Thank God for my parents who helped me along the way. They've let us live here. But just knowing someone's background and knowing their story and being compassionate and kind and know that not everyone is what they appear on the outside. They all, they have their battles, but Absolutely. just bringing highlight to mm -hmm. the single mom issue. Cause that's been on my heart a lot lately. So. Oh, ladies, you guys have touched my heart with these. <laughs> Each and every one of you guys. It was beautiful. Man, ladies have the final say. It's so it's uh, so good when we have this energy that we can all feed off of. And the fact that each and every story that you guys have told, I mean, we've all been through the self-care that, you know, the, you know, really, really, really needing to dive in and understanding why we celebrate Martin Luther King. And then single moms. How many single moms do we know that are out here in the world that really are just trying to do what's best for their child and 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 be and be that parent that has got to be you know where where, mo where a lot of households have two you know where you have to be that one person and and make still do double you know and it's just you know we do need to lift up our single moms you know because you guys are very important um you know just as any other parent would be important you guys are super important thank you guys for all that you guys do um my ladies have the final say is um I feel like we need to start telling ourselves we need to give 100%. So the thing, the, the reason why I say 100% is that we want things in life to just come to us easy. And they don't. We realize in life that they just don't come easy. The things that we really want, we got to go out and give 100% to. How can we want a new job? Or how can we want something better in life? And how can we want to grow if we're not willing to do 100% ourselves? Like, yeah. we just want things to fall into our lap and, and things that, you know, it's just magic. It's going to happen just like that. We get jealous off of people that we see on social media because they have this, that, and the third. We have no idea what the struggle that they did to get to that point. Mm -hmm. they, if they may have gave 100 percent but we need to evaluate ourselves sometimes and think about yeah if i really want this in life or i really want to have that 
I need to give 100%. I need to show it. If I really want to lose weight, you got to really go out there and try to work out or try to eat healthy. You can't say you want to lose weight and I wish I was smaller and you're still eating your, your you know, double cheeseburgers. You know, it, it, it's just a balance. It, we have to tell ourselves, and that's with anything. I'm not putting anybody down or anything. I'm just no, of course. In life, anything in life, we have to give 100% because if we want the goal, we have to go get it. It's not just going to fall into our lap. I think that we have gotten to this place, especially in the pandemic. I don't know about you guys, but just laziness that have come over me, that oh, things definitely. that you know, used to be a natural way of life, that fast pace of life. Now that we're in the pandemic, it's kind of slowed down and I get lazy. And, and you know, Saturdays and Sundays, I think pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. I was always out doing something. Now, since the pandemic started, I'm always in the house Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> I am in the house. I never leave. But right. it, I think it's become a thing that you know, and I'm really into music and I hate to take more time, but I just, I'm really into music and I've been telling myself how I really want to do things, but I'm not giving a hundred percent. So I'm, I'm, I'm really talking to you guys, but I'm really talking to myself. I got it. Everybody's got to give a hundred percent. They're all the things that each and every one of us want. Even you guys that are watching that we want, but if we want it, we got to give a hundred percent. We got to give a hundred percent to that because when we do, We'll see the reward. We'll reap the reward of it. So that's my let's uh, ladies have the final say that just just, just give a hundred percent. Amen. Hey man, I have thoroughly enjoyed this show, man. Yes. Hey, I, I I know you guys are writing these comments, and I know I suck at getting to them immediately. <laughs> um, uh, Kate, you're an amazing mom. Oh, despite all the grief or any one of these other jokes might give you about Tom Brady. <laughs> you are stronger than me. Know that. Oh, man. Look at the support that we get. But double cheeseburgers are so good. Stop it, Sean. Stop it. Look, speaking the truth. Um, boy, I had a fatty, greasy cheese. I'm not dealing with y'all today. I'm not dealing with y'all today because y'all just going left. Hey, but this is awesome. Like Sean said, the Let's Talk Football brand is going. And now you see we got ladies taking over. So if you truly love this show, if you truly love this show, we want to see you guys back next Thursday because now you know it's going to go down. I mean, some of us will probably have, you know, a sad face. Maybe. You never know. We, we Some of us will have a happy face. You know, but we never know. This is the weekend, y'all. This is the weekend where it all goes down. Everybody zero zero. So I'm excited for next week. Tune in 630 next week. We will be here. Man, uh, we have the wonderful Delilah. We have the wonderful Ash. And we have Kate. And we have me, Janae. And tune in next week because we will be super excited to talk football with you next week. Hey, we'll see y'all next week. This is the Let's Talk Football Ladies Takeover. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. Okay.